I hope Brett never gets the internet back again. Tired. So tired. Overtired. Welcome to Overtired. I'm Christina Warren. Brett Terpstra is having internet problems. And uh, so he's been a little bitch and isn't on the show. So our good friend Ashley Escada is here. Ashley, you're amazing. You got up at 630 in the morning to record this. How are yes. you? I, overtired. That's oh, how see? I <laughs> fucking love it. I love it. Okay. So, but this is why I'm really glad you're here because Brett would have no concept of why it was amazing that Nick Carter was in a TikTok with the members of NSYNC. Oh, we're going to get into some geriatric millennial stuff today. Thank you. Exactly. See, he's all like, I'm Gen, I'm Gen X. I'm too cool for this. No, and, too cool for school. And it's like, no, fuck you. First of all, even if we were Gen X, we still would have known this because like my sister's Gen X and she yeah. would not have been as delighted as me because she was a full ass grown lady when the, you know, um, great wars of NSYNC versus Backstreet The boy happens. band wars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What yeah. team were you, by the way? Okay, so I was so really I I'm a old ass old ass millennial. So I was a new kids on the block girl way back in the day. And uh-huh. then um and then I like I think I liked NSYNC songs better, but I liked I liked the guys in Backstreet Yes. Boys okay, so see okay, I was kind of the reverse, but I'm with you in that in the fact that like everybody always says you couldn't pick one. I'm like, yeah, but see I, I loved, like, the in-sync pop songs were really good. Uh, I thought, like, Backstreet's ballads were were amazing. Yeah, okay, yes, I agree. Okay, and, and, and then the one that I wanted to fuck was JC. So I mean, NSYNC. everybody did. Everybody he, did. Like, anybody who says it was anyone else, like, I agree. you're a liar you're, and get out. Thank you. But, like, everybody else, people are like, oh, I love Nick, or I love, you know, Brian, or whatever. I'm like, I'm like no, no, no. I'm like, I'm like JC, JC Chazé was the only one in my opinion, of all hittable. 10 of them, who was mm-hmm. absolutely hittable. Exactly. Like, he was the one I was like, yeah, okay, I will do him. But, like, the yeah. rest of them I didn't care anything about. And he he, he kind of, he's not really that hot anymore, though he still has his hair. So if he lost a little bit of weight, like, I'd, I'd be down. But I know that's being, like, you know, body. That's your whatever. personal taste. It is that's my personal, personal taste. taste. Also, it is. He also, seems like he's thriving. He I'm is glad thriving. for him. It's actually upsetting to me. Because he was the best. Justin Timberlake has even gone on record and said this. Justin Timberlake has even been like, "Who I is be- the worst?" By the way, he like, is, the absolute worst he human is being. Absolute He's worst terrible. human being. He's terrible human being. Made some really good albums. Not gonna lie about that. No, and- I got look. I I loved. I there are some ex- not not recently. No, 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 <laughs> but, no. The Woods album was was real weird, but it was, the- it was weird. Um, but let's go way back to sexy, sexy, sexy back, back era. Sexy back. Very, Very good. Amazing. That's what I'm saying. Really Sex- Cry me a river. Yeah. I, I, that that I, album slaps. That, that album still slaps. It still. Hits. I hate. I hate liking it. I like. I it actually actively makes me mad that I still enjoy that album. I'm like, I. It's like uh, in Ratatouille when Anton yeah. Ego takes a bite and he like begrudgingly admits it's a, incredible. Like that's me. No, this is I how I feel too. Yeah, same, same. And it, it it still holds up. But but Justin Timberlake has gone on record. He's like, look, JC was the best of all of us, and he was. If you like, this is the thing I love about NSYNC. The only two who ever did solos. See, Backstreet was better singers. All five of them could sing. Only two of NSYNC could sing. It was JC and Justin. They're the only yeah. two who could sing. And they're the only two who do solos. Like, the other three, like, they were background. And that was fine. And the last two albums, Justin was able to sing more and more. But they were, like, co-soloists at the end. But, like, JC was, like, the man. He was cute. He could dance. And Timberlake, to his credit, he's been like, yeah, JC, like, was the one who brought me in. And he, I, like, learned from him. And if JC's solo album hadn't flopped, and it did flop, um, if, yeah, it hadn't, time. if it hadn't flopped, I think the timing of it was weird. The lead single wasn't great. Like, he just didn't have the right producers. We could have we could have experienced a whole other I know. timeline. It, we could have, where, where, like, Justin was a thing, because I still think that Cry Me a River would have been, like... And it's an iconic song, and it's an iconic yeah. video, and I'm not mad at him for the Britney. But stuff. imagine if like JC had had I know Justin's producers on that album. That's what I'm songs. saying. I agree. Like, if what? the Neptunes, if I mean, the Neptunes had done JC, holy shit! Or honestly, I like would have yeah, alternate timeline. It's totally, and and I think pop music would have been better for it because mm-hmm. actually, oh, I'm going to go this far. 
this is this is an interesting thought. Do you think that if J.C. Chazet had had like a really like killer solo career, do you think that Adam Levine and Maroon Five would have been as big? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, songs about Jane was mega, Math, yeah, mega, mega, mega absolutely. Hit. So yes, I mean, you know, okay, but they would I'll have say been this. competing. It yes, but it also feels like. It feels like they hit, ugh, it's hard to say, because they hit at, at a time where there was kind of this whole, there's a perfect hole for mm-hmm. them to just shoot into the stratosphere with, like, a really good song. Yep. And so, I mean, I think bands like that sometimes just break through regardless. Yeah, no, I agree. I just, I wonder if they would have continued. Like, Songs About Jane, I'm With You. Like, that album, yeah. that was, like, the same time. It was, like, this is all, like, 2002, 2003. Like, that yeah, album yeah, yeah. still would have been, because it was a great freaking record, I right? I feel like, yes, because, like, because there's a there's a contingent of, uh, because I think a lot of people would have consti- would have still considered J.C. pop. And, yeah. And I think a lot of people kind of consider... I think they they sort of consider Adam Levine as like a, a rocker, right? It's like a, I ro- guess so. a rock guy. Like it's a rock. It's like soft rock or whatever. Yeah, I, that's a good point. Okay, so they might have still hit. I still think Song About Jane would have been massive. I just wonder if like they feel like co-headliners. At yeah, the show. that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like like they because they were very kind of similar look, and I think they could have had yeah. similar like like you know mm-hmm. like fill the void. I wonder if like the subsequent Maroon Five albums would have been maybe. Maybe maybe they would have been, but that would have been an interesting thing to observe. Man, I love sliding doors of time. Yes. When you think about, like, people who are almost cast in a certain role. Or, like, I know. Who, like, I love that stuff. I do, too. In sliding doors always makes me think, you know why, uh, do, do you know why Winona Ryder and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow are not friends? Oh, my God, please tell me. Okay, this is actually an amazing story. So, Gwyneth Paltrow, fucking gotta give it to her, like... I'm so interested in this story. You have piqued my... you. Go- yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm go- you have my full and complete go- attention Goop is right brutal. Now. Okay, so Winona Ryder, you know, especially for Era, like, one of the best, before the whole, like, shoplifting thing and whatnot, like, really great actress. Yeah. She had the script for Shakespeare in Love on her coffee table. She and Gwen were friends. Gwyneth sees the script and then goes behind her back and goes to the casting directors and gets cast in Shakespeare in Love. Oh, what a shady bitch. Now, I'm not saying that, that Winona would have been better in that role. I actually don't know if she would have been. But that – yeah, exactly. But, like, you know, but because of that, she got the Oscar and we got the amazing pink dress. Pink Oscar, dress. The most oh. iconic Oscar dress of all time, I think. One of the greats. One of the greats. One of the greats. Like, like, one of the greats. Like, that, the Penelope Cruz dress. Like, there's there are a few, but, like, that yeah. that's – the pink dress is, like, so iconic. Like, I just – Yeah, it is very iconic. Like, like, like – I'd say Julia Roberts, black yeah. and white dress. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's another one. Yeah. Um, oh, Michelle Williams heard that beautiful oh, orangey-yellow yeah. dress. Like, I will never forget that dress. No, that was amazing. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, Penelope Cruz. Yeah, there, there, are, there are a number of them. That's one of the ones, like, that's one of the first ones that I remember being, like, oh, yeah, 100%. So, and and she looked like a princess and, like, all the other Mm -hmm. group things aside. Like, I always think of that. I'm like, all right, that was, that was, like, peak Gwyneth. Um, Also, Sliding Doors is a good movie. But, uh, uh, yeah, so that, but that makes me think that, yeah. But that's why they are not friends. um, Oh, my God. Wow, what is, which, it's, which I know, which I, I, I love. Um, Okay, so. since we're talking about early 2000s, can we just really yes. briefly touch on how wholesome and delightful? So Avril Lavigne launched her yes. TikTok this week. Oh my god! Yes, and so she did a TikTok for Skater Boy, uh-huh. which like is perfect. Like, good job, Avril. That's the perfect TikToker song because it the Gen great. Z they might have heard it on the radio and like like the the hits radio, like their moms yeah. sing it, but yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. know it right in the car on the way to school. Like their exactly. moms listening to it, right? And, and it's always been in their background, but like they don't know it the way that we know it. They don't like right. understand why it's like this like emo like geriatric millennial anthem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so she does this like lovely, like she's doing the song and everything. And then all of a sudden, as soon as the chorus hits, he was a skater boy. It's Tony Hawk ah! with his skateboard. And I'm like, why is this so wholesome? Why does this fulfill me in a way that I was not expecting today? Like, it was just so delightful. What, yes. a, what a nice surprise to like open in my on my phone. <laughs> 
It's just such a random thing, and I was so excited to see it. I was too. I was so excited by that, and I've I've never really been that big of an Avril fan. I'm going to be honest. Same, like, same. Like, like I, I, I but just, that song. I mean, we all know that song. We all know that song, and 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 it's like it's like it's like that one and, and girlfriend, and like there are a couple of them, and it's like I always tolerated her. I was never really into her. I was kind of like you seem fake to me. To be totally honest, I was yeah. like you you are trying way too hard. The some forty one marriage very try hard for that yeah. genre. So try hard, but that song fucks. She looked great, um, and and she's had some health problems. So I was really happy to see that. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing, she looked like amazing. Like it really did make me feel like I was like, like back ageless. Totally, I was like, ooh, girl, like whoever is like your you know dermatologist or your cert- like whatever. Like I please call me because I yeah. I want I, I look young for my age, but I want to continue looking to reverse age, age. What, yeah, let's, that, that is let's my just goal keep going life, honestly let's just benjamin button it up we're gonna go backwards thank you this is my goal in life honestly so i i'm like call me i don't i don't have avril money but i'm not broke so yeah i i will go into debt like i can't afford a house so i will you know like if if i need to i'll spend all my money on on um plastic surgery i have no problem with that uh yeah. but no she looks great tony hawk I love him so much. He just seems like a delight. He he is. I've um I've interviewed him twice and he was amazing both times and the second time was actually a, an online chat we got him to do at Gizmodo and he was so funny because I was like um uh what is the because I asked him I was like what is the best Tony Hawk game and why is it Tony Hawk 2 for Dreamcast? And, uh, and, and, and he like, uh, which is the obvious correct answer. And, um, he, uh, he was really funny about talking about how much, like, he, you know, liked helping with the games. And this was like five years ago. So this was before they had the, uh, the, the revival, really, the revival, which were great, yeah. really, really the good. Yeah. The Hawkesons. <laughs> and, and it was, I don't remember what it was for. He was, I think he just wanted to, uh, I think we just put it out there. I think somebody just put it out there. We, we, we wanted to talk to him. He was like, okay. Like, it was just a really random thing. Like, I don't even know what he was promoting. Like, I think he was just, kind of, we, we like put it out on the internet and he was like, yeah, sure, I'll talk. I'll, I'll do a chat with the with the fans, with, with your audience, Amazing. which is like, he's Tony Hawk, you know? And he's just like, sure, I'll sit on the internet for an hour and, and do an AMA in the Kinja comment section. Ugh, like, bless him. Like, bless him. That that's that's good shit because you know uh, you've interviewed probably more people than I have and that is not how most people are. No, especially celebrities of his stature. Most people yeah. who are like like D tier won't do that shit. Um, uh, you know, influencers sometimes their PR people want them to do stuff, but like they they won't engage that way. But someone yeah. who's who's Tony Hawk, who's like literally an icon, like a legend, yeah, like like and 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 a weird thing in that like he. So Brett's generation was really the first Tony Hawk generation. Mm-hmm. You and I, I wasn't aware of him, honestly, until the video games. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you, you grew up in California, right? Yeah. Okay. So, SoCal, SoCal, SoCal till I die. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, so you might have had more periphery thing, but me, like, in, like, the Atlanta suburbs, like, I, I honestly think it was the video games. Um, uh, like, I feel like we were like I like I found out about Tony Hawk from like Warp Tour. Yeah, ex- same. Okay, that, <laughs> that was that, like a big yes. that was like a big thing. I was gonna say okay, it was Warp Tour, but that and in, in my mind, I guess like the games are the same. So um, you know, but it was that same era. But but he he came up in the eighties. Like he was one of the first big vert skaters, and he was a superstar in that era. And then he was the only one who was able to adapt to street ska- uh, skating, which is then what, like, led the next wave. Like, all the other ones fell out. Like they, they, like, they couldn't do it. Like, if you watch any of the skating documentaries, as I have, because I'm a weirdo, um, and I can't skateboard for shit. Like, I, I like, faceplant. Like, I, I'm bad. Um, I've, I've tried my whole life. I'm just, I can't do it. Um, I'm built like a giraffe. I can't can't do anything i have weak ankles i don't know um but my my, my I, I blame my mom who was always like overly cautious like i have like ultimate helicopter mom and so she was one of those things who like if i would go rollerblading or anything like she would be like you have to no. have pads on and, and helmets mm-hmm. and all this stuff and like you know I, then you're like 
bogged down with things. Like, you can't really move that way. Well, and then um, it's like you don't want – by the time you get everything on, you're like, oh, I'm kind of over this. I don't want to do it anymore. That's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Uh, and then I – I mean, ironically, this is why I became – a computer nerd. Um, I mean, it's not the only reason I think it would have happened anyway, but this was sort of the catalyst was um, I used to uh, ride my bike all the time. And I was in a pretty severe bike accident when I was 12. And uh, on the way back from um, the ER getting x-rayed before I got my jaw wired shut, um, because it was that bad, uh, I was coming down, I was coming down a massive hill. And then I turned a little bit too late. And I smacked because we had we had this massive, massive hill in this neighborhood. And what we would do is we would drive, we we would ride our bikes up the hill. And then we would coast down. And then there was a little turn and we would just turn and kind of coast more. And I did this probably 100 times. And I turned slightly too late. And I went right right into a tree. And my friends saw me and, and I didn't even know how bad it was. Like they, they could see it was bad. Like, because it, it was like the, the blunt trauma. Like I, I, I felt no pain and I, I, you know, was able to kind of get back on my bike and go back to my house. And my mom saw me and she just sees the entire right side of my face is just completely just shredded shredded and Ugh. um and then her first concern of course is is this going to leave permanent scarring yeah. uh which thank you mom for being like a, a like concerned about the important things and i mean that genuinely <laughs> because like uh, i went to all these plastic surgeons and stuff i didn't need surgery for that but i had um because of so much skin and stuff like happened like it was summer it was like may and oh, and so i had to have you know like sunscreen like we had to treat it like incredibly carefully and you would never be able to tell but we were really worried that it was going to leave like because it was like my cheek it was like my whole face yeah um but it was hard the impact was hard enough that like i um broke my jaw and so um <gasps> and uh and had to have i mean it was bad and um we were coming back from the emergency room we stopped and and i was able to get magazines and i already read all the teen magazines that month and so i got computer magazines and that was what like led me into that was the because, kickstart that was that was the thing I, I knew i'd wanted to learn more about them anyway but that was like the catalyst but what i was going to say though is but because of that like, I never really, like, I got back on my bike and, and I, you know, I even went down that hill again just because I needed to get over it. Yeah. But it sort of changed my relationship with that sort of stuff, you yeah. know, because mm-hmm. I, w- I was just. And it would. Yeah, I would. Well, and I think because I was just old enough that, like, you knew the consequences. Like, if it had happened when I was, like, seven. Seven think, or eight, you'd be like, well, it's fine. fine. Like, no big deal. I'll just keep riding my bike. Right. But you're 12. You're, like. You know, that could have disfigured grade. me forever. Like, exactly. No, maybe that's I just won't do that. 100%. Yeah. Like, I remember having to go to, uh, um, when, like, after this had happened, like, my face was so bad. My mom didn't make me go to school for a couple of days. And I had to go to school at the end of the year for awards day. And I had to, and I, I got all these awards, which was great, but it was terrible because then I had to walk up in front of like the entire grade, you know, this big auditorium and like have my face, which like looks like, you know, hamburger and is gross and has all kinds of, you know, stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and kids are assholes anyway. Yeah. So, um, that was great. Um, right after it had happened, I remember having to go and, and get, um, fitted for my cheerleading uniform. And that was just like, and those girls were terrible, like awful. Most of them wound up meth heads. So that does make me feel slightly better. Uh, yeah. but like, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget like having like to being in so much pain in my face being what it was and having to like, you know, be fitted for this very, very, very tiny, literally child size because I was very small for my age, like cheerleading uniform and Ugh. like my face being just whatnot. But anyway, that was a whole that was a whole divergence. See, but in, so the Tony Hawk Avril thing. Back to Tony Hawk and Avril. <laughs> I was going to say no, but, but so I think that's why I was never that into the skating thing. But sure. I loved him. And and he just seems even this generation is weird because like he's our guy. He was also technically breast generation, and then all these subsequent generations like they still know him and love him. Yeah. Like they find him. Like it's really interesting how like it seems like every about ten years, like Tony Hawk pops up, does something incredible, and then like does and then just does his own thing. Like it's yeah, not that he disappears. Just he no, does his own thing. He's just and everybody he- just knows him. Everybody knows him. Um, it, it, like, it, did you hear the story? There's this kid on Instagram, I think, because he gave him a shout out or whatever. And he was at a skate park and he was skating with this kid. And he asked, you know, the kid's name. And 
they were skating together and the guy's like, what's your name? He's like, Tony. He was like, oh yeah, like Tony Hawk. And, yeah. and, and the kid didn't realize that it was Tony Hawk. That was literally him. And, and, and he gave him a shout out on, on Twitter or Instagram or something. And then the, the, the kid figured out and cause all of his friends realized cause he we're got like, like, Hey, dumb, dumb. Hey, Hey, yeah, exactly. Hey, 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 dumbass. That was actually Tony Hawk. And cause, cause Tony told the story online or whatever. Oh, and, 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 and then he joined it and Tony was so sweet. I mean, he like gave him a shout out and like, you know, posted his like Insta and stuff for people to follow, which was really nice. And I was like, okay, we need like, let's just protect Tony Hawk at all costs. At all costs. So yeah, but that TikTok that, that was that between that and, and, uh, uh, going back, Nick Carter, Doing the bye 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 dance with NSYNC. Pretty delightful. Really, really like peak, like t- early 2000s stuff. I mean, why don't they just combine and make like a make like a BTS, but for oh, like yeah. old boy banders where they just You're have right. more people in the band? Like Did they could just do that. They honestly, they, they should because Backstreet is still making albums and touring. Yeah. Uh, Justin is never going to no, he's fuck never with him again. Back. Never, and and he's been clear about that. Um, I don't even know. I mean, JC, I maybe would. I but part of me feels like he he's too good for the other three. So yeah. so yeah. like just just take you know uh, a lot of baggage there. There's a lot of there's a lot of emotional baggage there too. I am sure. I'm sure. Yeah, but but imagine like uh take just take Joey, you know, Chris and and uh uh, uh um Lance and yeah and and like. Let them just integrate them. Just, just integrate them, in, them into Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Do you huh. remember? Because you were a New Kids fan. I never saw the shows because I went to one boy band show when I was like 15, and that was traumatic because of. And I've been to hundreds of concerts, and that was a traumatic concert just because of the number of people and the the degree of the fandom. And it's intense, man. Like I never went in person to anything like that. Um, I like, but I did. I remember. I think I was maybe like. Five to eight, like f- between five and eight, and um, I had my my mom rented like a, a pay per view concert. Yes. Oh, of the, of the New Kids concert. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, I remember this. But no, I was going to say those. They had a tour. I think they did it twice, where it was like N K O T B S B. Yeah, I remember that. That was um, was that like fi- was like ten or fifteen years ago? Yeah, yeah, I think it was like ten years ago or something. Yeah, but yeah. I, I was um, this uh, this girl that that I knew a little bit. Um, she was like a massive, massive boy band fan when we were in high school, and she went back to to New Kids as well. But she was like massive, like obsessed. I don't think I could like I, I like even if I went now, like I was a massive fan as a like a kid, kid. Yeah, like I never, I never. No. But that no. was like pre. It was like prepubescent. It was very pure. No, totally. Very 100%. wholesome. Yes. And like I just, I never got into. I was a big like when I was you know in my teens. Um, I I missed like a lot of music because I was really into. I was really into ska and I was really yeah. into West Coast rap. That was okay. like that was my thing. Like Dre and Snoop yep. and mm-hmm. and Luda and Tupac. L- like that. Yeah. Was like my no, I like thing. that. I like that too. And I. My thing is, I thought I was I, okay. So I used to stalk um, like uh, there was a emo band saves the day, and and I we stalked them junior year. Like we went to all of their southern shows and, and got in fights with their girlfriends. Yeah, I was on like the that with Real Big Fish. I and, was like that with Real Big Fish. Okay, I, was, I love I was Real a Big Fish. Big Real Big Fish fan. I sang with them when I was fifteen, and then I think I did it. Did I oh sing my with god! Them again, I think I sang with them again at one point, and I'm actually friends with their with their original trombone player. He has a uh, he has so a brewery cool. here in Long Beach. That's amazing. They were in Clueless. They were the house band in Clueless, weren't they? Uh, they were in basketball for sure. I know that from the AHA cover, but I was pretty sure that they were the house band because they had the song is on the I'll have soundtrack. But I thought it might have been Goldfinger, maybe. No, but. they're they're the Tony Hawk band. I thought, but I, I'm pretty sure that that because uh, Amy Heckerling, also SoCal for life, she integrated like there was a lot of ska music on the I gotta Coolest look soundtrack. this up now. Um, I I'm pretty sure Real Big Fish was the band at the party. Where they play suck and blow. I think you might be right. Um, real big fish, clueless. I'm. Well, it's. I know Mighty Mighty Boss Tones is in there. Oh, that might have been who it was at the at the yeah at the at the that's party like was. that big that it's, like show. Yes, no, that's what you're yeah. right. It's Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. I am I am I am wrong on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry about that. So yes, okay. um, so that 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 I completely got them confused, but same genre. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay. So, but. I was just wondering the reason I was asking because they had that that uh, like 
combined tour, that is something I would have never gone to. I would never go to. I would yeah. consider doing too like much a, thirst. Oh I, my god, yeah, I can't deal with that. They have like the cruises. They still. I don't think they have. I don't know if they still have them, but like Backstreet has done, yeah. done the cruises before the germs came. They before did the cruises. germs, but but can you imagine anything honestly worse than like a bunch of like women in their thirties and forties who are still obsessed with the Backstreet Boys it's or just new kids or whatever? No, I, exactly it. embarrassing, but also like four thousand of them on a cruise Screaming, ship. chasing after. Yes. No, and and, and no. now there now there's alcohol and like horny. It get weird involved. really fast. It get yeah. weird weird really fast. Like a like an office party. Like you go to the, yes. the company Christmas party and at some point, usually it's at about 10 o'clock at night, it gets weird, right? Like anyone who's left like it gets weird. It always gets weird. Inevitably, it gets weird. Inevitably, and like you, so it you gets gotta weird. just get out of there. Like, I, I and agree. The thing is, you have to, and you can't on a cruise ship. So that's the thing. You're forced into the weird. Oh, it, it seems like the the weirdest thing ever. I think somebody wrote something like a first person account for something for for BuzzFeed about how like they went on. This was like you know eight nine years ago where they went on one of those Backstreet Boys cruises, and I read it and I was like this. This seems kind of like my idea of hell, um, yeah. and yeah. and and I, I would have never done that. But but it's interesting. But I think that yeah, it's just to close the loop. Um, and I think that Nick um, should uh, invite the other three in sinkers to just join with Backstreet because if they did a it's Vegas like a Megazord of they of- should. 1990s boy bands. I agree. Because if they did a Vegas residency, I would go to that. Like, I wouldn't go to an actual concert. because 100%. I, I'd go to a residency. Like, yeah. Like, a, a, an actual concert. I'd, I'd go in, see it. Uh, no circumstances. I'm not going to be dealing with those women in a standing show. Like, I, I'm not doing it. Um, I, I'm not doing it. But I will, like... I'm small. I will be. I will be killed, and I'm not doing it. But a Vegas <laughs> you residency, you got to be careful about that. That's what I'm saying. But but a Vegas residency, hell yeah, like would be down for that. Um, we have to talk about sexy beasts. Is that what the show is called? This is. I mean, we yes. have to talk about that. But before we do, let me just real quickly read a sponsor. Read um, who I'm sure is going to really appreciate this. Before we get into furry porn, because that's what this is. We're going to talk about our sponsor this week, which is Molecule. So we're spending a lot more time indoors, although, you know, that's hopefully changing a little bit. But did you know how indoor air can be up to five times worse than outdoor air, according to the EPA? Wow. That is why Molecule is reimagining the future of clean air, starting with the air purifier. Global air pollution is worsening at an ever-increasing rate. Over 80% of people living in urban areas that monitor air pollution are exposed to air quality below World Health Organization standards. And so with so many of us spending time at home, clean indoor air is more important than ever. And Molecule's P, uh, Pico got technology meets the performance requirements in FDA guidance for use in helping reduce the risk of exposure to um SARS-CoV-2 uh, uh, and the COVID-19 virus in healthcare settings during the COVID-19 emergency. And while it's super important to maintain other um, important like and good preventative practices, this is an extra layer of virus protection in your spaces. And it, it's good for other types of, um, you know, germs and pollutants too. So until now, air purifiers have attempted to collect pollutants on filters where they can multiply and be released back into the air. But Molecule's Pico technology doesn't just collect pollutants, it destroys them. Molecule's Pico technology and filtration systems have been rigorously tested and verified by third-party labs. Molecule believes in scientific disclosure and makes testing and scientific data public. And Molecule air purifiers don't look like other air purifiers. They are beautifully designed, and not only is the technology inside revolutionary, but the units themselves look sleek and modern. They're made with premium materials and minimalist sensibilities, and they complement any room in your home or office all while providing from uh, protecting from viruses, mold, allergens, and bacteria discreetly and effectively. For a limited time, you can save up to $120 on Molecule air purifiers by visiting Molecule.com. Now, this is spe- spelled a little bit weirdly. It is spelled M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com. That's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com. And if you use the promo code OVERTIRED, you will save up to $120. You can also enjoy free shipping and a 30-day at-home trial on your order. So that's code OVERTIRED at Molecule with a K dot com. Thank you, Molecule. All right. 
back to Sexy Beasts. Ashley, describe this for us. Where do we where do we even begin? So Netflix has announced and put out a trailer for a dating show, a new blind dating show that um, posits the question, what if we dressed up attractive people like animals and devils and other things? And we put a bunch of special effects makeup on them and then put let them go on blind dates together. Uh, this trailer looks insane. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know any other way to describe it. Uh, I, I have been laughing about this trailer I, right before we started recording. I saw it. And I, I did was too. like, oh I, no, <laughs> no. I woke up and I saw it, and I was like, oh no. It, 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 it's like suddenly, like, like my whole timeline went from um, people being like commiserating on on the New York City mayoral election, which yeah. if we have a chance to talk about. We will because that I lost five hundred dollars, but I was also right, so. I feel conflicted. But anyway, um, uh, people talking about that to just everybody going crazy over the furry dating show. Because that's what yeah. this – It's kind of a – well, they're not in full suits. They're not. Well, here's the thing. I don't think that the people participating are furries. I think no. Pitched, I think whoever pitched this certainly is. A hundred percent goes to con- – like, yes. Do you know right? who I feel could have pitched this? Like Sonic Fox. Right? Like, he just yeah. went to Netflix and was like, listen, I have a great idea. <laughs> and I love Sonic. Like, he's amazing. He's so yeah. nice. Like, but it feels like they went to him and were like, if you could make any show, what would it be? And he was like, this one. <laughs> like, I'm, I I love it. I, I love it, too. And and I, it, it looks so dumb and it's so weird. But I watched The Circle, both seasons or Oh, yeah, I love The there. Circle. So I'm like, you know, I love The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I am basic as hell. And then this is weird. Like, I I kind of love this. Er- we're talking about the early 2000s. I kind of love this early 2000s Fox, um, like, reality aspect that's happening on Netflix. It's a vibe. It's a vibe, for sure. It's definitely a vibe that's happening. I So here's my, here's my one suggestion to Netflix if they really wanted to take this to the next level. Um, make it celebrities who are on Raya. <gasps> oh, my God. Like, Get yes. celebrity, do a celebrity season where you have, like, I'm not, this is like, this, no, yeah. I, this would be the biggest show on Netflix. If they got a bunch of, like, celebrities who are single. Yes. Channing Tatum and, oh like. Oh, my God. And just dress them up in elaborate makeup uh-huh. so that you didn't know who so they were. you don't know who they are. And, and then you oh my just God. basically, like, you let yes. them all, like, have their little, you know, weird creature love island. And then, and and then, then you the reveal re- them when they get eliminated. Okay. Okay. No, this is genuinely brilliant. And and I, I honestly think that you should, like, pitch this to whoever the um, EP on the show is. I'm not even Somebody joking. get me Be- Mr. Netflix's phone number. Yes. It, it, Ted Sarandos, uh, please talk to Ashley. No, because this adds the, the masked singer the element. element of celebrity, right? Right. It's the thing people really like. Exactly. Exactly. So people like that. So I think the Raya thing. And would be great, too, is the celebrities would know who the other person is. So you have this weird thing where maybe you really right. like someone and you have like this connection and then you find out oh it's this person that oh my god i'm i'm winona writer and i just fell in love with gwyneth paltrow exactly That's all i'm saying is is it we could really have some moments yes i mean uh, and that would just be weird enough and the thing is is obviously you couldn't get gwyneth paltrow or channing no. tatum unfortunately but you could get like you know your b-list your c-list like people we remember like people who are still Famous enough to be on Raya. I feel like you could. I feel like you could get a couple of A listers. That's all I'm saying. I feel like uh, okay, there would be you know a what? couple that would be like. You know what? You're probably it. right. Actually, you could probably you could probably get Nick Cannon. Oh well, you know he's very busy right now. I, I know. This is why I'm saying this. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there are there are some celebrities. I feel like you could totally. You could totally convince to do it if you there if if you brought them this pitch and we're like it's other celebrities yep like around your level like if Taika Waititi wasn't dating Rita Ora right now uh-huh. which I don't even want to know what that's all about god me either <sighs> she's just well well that the whole the whole, all the thruple photos were kind of amazing yeah. those were amazing I, like I, I'm I not lived here for Rita Ora making Rita Ora happen by sheer force of will. Like I mean, oh, I'm I impressed by it, I but I'm too. also I'm also slightly baffled. Uh, yeah, uh, um, have you ever listened to uh, to Who Weekly? 
No. Um, so it is a, I don't know if it's still on, but it, but it was a show that the Bobby Finger uh, and uh, um, Lindsay uh, Wagner, I think, did. Oh, and, okay, okay. And, and it's, um, rather than being about, like, Us Weekly, about people you know, it's about the who's, like, who is this person? Like, why, why are we talking about them? Mm-hmm. And Rita Ora is the patron saint of the who's. Yeah, no, it's that's very true. I and, like I feel like I've heard I hear her name all the time and I'm like, what does she do again? Like I can't ever be like is she she music? Does she make music? Is that the thing? Like every time. Right. Every time. Every time. But I mean you're like who look, you're like, what? I mean, but as you said, it is one of those amazing, like sheer force of will kind of It is of, impressive. Like she's she's just kind of she's been like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna make this happen like regardless. She's just, kicking open the seven doors. The Seven Rooms, like, are you familiar with The Seven Rooms? Like, I'm Graydon not. Carter? Okay, so Graydon Carter, uh, who used to be the editor-in-chief of Vanity Fair, yeah. Yes. He, uh, he talked about how basically there are, like, seven rooms and in, in celebrity. Right. And it's like every room, as you go forward, gets smaller. And so once you get to, like, room seven, it's literally, like, the George Clooney's of the world. There's, like, there's like, right. there's, like, ten of them, right? It's, like, just there are not a lot of people in that Oh, room. I have heard of this. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So yeah. Rita Ora, Rita Ora did not start in any of the rooms and somehow has kicked her way into, like, room, like, five? Yeah. yeah six? I, I, maybe five, five, even sometimes? Sometimes even six. Yeah, I was going to say, like, she... How? She, I mean, she's hanging out with the Avengers. I mean, I it's like, it's pretty amazing. It, it really is. It's one of those things where I kind of, it's, it's kind of like. I respect I, the hustle. I, I really respect the hustle. And part of me, I'm like, okay, is this one of those things where, um, you know, she, uh, like, is taking lessons from Kris Jenner, right? Who yeah. admittedly had, like, the, okay, you know, she had, like, the, the, the famous or infamous, like we knew his name. We knew the Kardashian name from the OJ trial. We didn't know right. her. And then, but, but at that point, I think she'd already married, um, uh, uh, Caitlin, who was, you know, then, then went by another name. But like, so we, we knew, um, like she associated herself with, with famous people. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she was the, around, she was, people. yeah, but, but she wasn't. And then like sheer force of will, she like took, like made this, her daughters happen. Yeah. She was like, all right, Kim, you're really upset by this sex tape. I see an e-show. Ryan Seacrest, would you like to yeah. be even more rich? Because I promise you this is going to happen. And he's like, "What? You, there's no way I can be more rich from from my e-money and my American Idol money. And she's like, just watch. Yeah. She's like, let me just, like, just trust me. Do Let's do one season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, she bet big on it, man. And like... Yeah, I just, it's like, I don't, I, like, I don't have any love for the Kardashians or anything, but I, I respect the hustle, right? It's like, I always feel like I can say, like, I do respect the hustle, regardless oh, yeah. of whether you think they have talent. Like, yeah, I, I don't care. Uh, also, I, also, also, yeah. also, also, Courtney and Travis, I'm really into that. I'm, like, really happy for both of them. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good. Mm. Travis Barker and, and, mean, and, and Courtney Kardashian, like, it, it fits, I like honestly. It. Um, I like it. Yeah, I, and I respect the hustle. She seems those like things. the re- she seems like the really kind of reasonable one. She is. She is. She's like she's the the she's also the one who famously was like Kim. Kim, there are people dying. Yeah, Kim, there are um, people dying after she lost her diamond earring. Yeah, uh, she she's the reasonable one. Like it used to be, like, Chloe was used to be part of that. The Chloe yeah. had her own things. Uh, I used to really Chloe's enjoy, been like, through some shit. Like, Chloe has been through some shit for real, and so I give her a little bit of a pass on that. But no, I always enjoyed Kim and, and uh, not uh, Kim, uh, Courtney and Chloe. Um, but I really used to enjoy Chloe and Scott's kind of like bro friendship. But but Courtney, yeah. Kylie's my favorite um, because she's the best. Uh, and I have no favorite. I have no favorite. I can't. I can't say I have a favorite in that show. No, and I and, and that's completely fair. And most of our our listeners are like Christina, shut up. Um, but no, I uh, Kylie. My, my whole thing with Kylie, a I think that her um you know like entrepreneurial stuff and what she's done as someone who's as young as she is truly incredible but my real thing with her is you can say the same thing for kendall but especially kylie they had no choice in any of the things that happened to them like they were like she was eight years old when that show started they they had no choice in whether to kind of participate yeah so so for me i like look at her and i'm like okay you and kendall both and and kendall's boring that's the only reason she's not my favorite she's very pretty but she's completely devoid of anything else um kylie at least is like feisty and has a good personality but i'm like okay you didn't choose this so you've had to 
grow up in this insane thing and you've managed to navigate like your own kind of brand personality. Yeah. You made you made something out of something you didn't have a choice. Uh, uh, you did not exactly. have a choice in. Right. That's, which which I think is really you. which which I, I that that I respect that hustle. But uh, um, that that's enough Kardashian talk. Brett's going to like die when he hears this. You like, oh my God, I can't let you talk about this. Whatever. Um, Nobody in this podcast is saying they're good people. No. no saying d- we should definitely eat them if the revolution comes. Uh, but also, like we, I can't deny the no hustle. the hustle. I no, can't the hu- deny the honestly. Hustle. No, the hustle. Very strong. No, the hustle's incredible. Like I, if I had money, like I wish I could hire Chris Jenner to be like my my momager. Honestly, like I think my career would be in a much better place. Um, but uh, I just want to be the best friend of like. I just want to be in that like. Yes. I I always see shows like that and I'm like, it would be nice to like have a friend who's that famous so that nobody ever followed me anywhere or did anything. That would actually be great. Yeah, be, be like, yeah, I, I would like that too. Be, be like the friend who maybe gets a Chiron or, or, or so, you yeah, know, be yeah. featured. Like you get to go on the trips and like the parties, but like no totally. one is, like you have a lot like of the Jonathan. followers. Jonathan. The Jonathan. And then yes. you get to choose, like if you, if you want to make more out of it, you want to just start your thing, or you can just not. You can just right. Not. You can totally just not. Yeah, I like that. You can I just like be that. friends with that rich person and just be the voice of reason. Be like a good. I like that's I, that's me. I want to be the the voice of reason friend. Or it's like come to me when you want to hear the word no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I actually think that. Would or be, that's a bad idea. That's I mean, the friend I want to be to a rich person. Yeah. See, you're you're in SoCal. You're adjacent to this. You should you should make it happen, and then I will. Um, like, I'll do my best. I'll glom on to you to then glom on to them. Um, I was in Orange County two weeks ago, and I was like very. It, it was very Orange County. Um, I was, I was um, saying with my friend Julia. Never changes. Never changes. Never changes. And 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 this is like this was very like Orange County, and and I mean that Julia's never going to listen to this. She doesn't even know this podcast exists, so it's fine. Um, and I'm not saying anything that I wouldn't say to her. And her friends were lovely, but it was just the most like. Newport Beach sort of mm-hmm. like you know like moms like like it was it was it was me as a non-parent it was a very interesting world for me to absorb to observe but I was like yeah I don't it was just it was interesting to think about like okay what would it be like to live in this and for this to be my life because you know like you're not in this like you're you're in SoCal but you're not in Orange County like you're um like in the actual I'm in LA yeah you're in LA like you're in the actual city like you know like you you guys um understandably kind of like roll your eyes at orange county uh which correct um but but it is interesting because and, and and these people weren't like um super rich or anything but just you know but but it's enough of just kind of being like an it's old enough. weird like suburban thing like like we took a boat to um to a, a to dinner one night and and you know parked the boat like in the marina and and that was nice like that was a, a fun thing but it was just one of those like really kind of like I was like, what would it be like if, because if they were just a few tiers, like they're not super rich, but if they're, but I know they have friends and people who are, and I'm like, huh, are, what, right. what would it be like to just be like the hanger on to, you know, some of the people who uh, are not classy and rich, they're not really rich because then they would live in Los Angeles or, or Marin, but mm-hmm. like, you know, Orange County really wealthy, like to be like Real Housewives of Orange County shit, because that's really what it kind of was. It was like a right. a lighter version like, of like of like Real Housewives. I was like, in ten years, it's a so, it's a Real Housewives cosplay. It's, it's very it's very bizarre. One hundred percent, it was very bizarre. It was like really interesting, honestly, from like a sociological like yeah. like no, level. It's, it's not my jam. It's it's not my jam. But like, yeah, I've I've been in that situation before, and it is it is surreal. Actually, is yes. very surreal. Okay, thank you because. Yeah, my my sister is in a similar thing where she's also she's not part of it, but she works for people who are who are like the the Real Housewives of Atlanta set, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing where like I'll never forget. Um, I was fixing like uh, her then um, boss's computer or something, and and this was a, a woman who had a full time nanny, um, did not work. And all three children at that point were in school and she'd never worked. So, um, and, and, and didn't really raise the kids, to be honest. Um, uh, the kids, I, I heard them on more than one occasion slip up and call my sister mom, which, <laughs> right, right? Well, she had power of attorney. Huh. Um, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, like I just like at that point, why even have them? Thank like, you. Like I like that's my like I, I like agree. hanging out with my kids. Yes, like, I, was gonna I enjoy say, it. I was going to say he sounds delightful. He talks to his Winnie the Pooh stuffed animals. Like yeah. I I I haven't I I love him already. Um, right, but she she was dropping the kids who she had power of attorney of over at this ridiculous Atlanta house. And this mom answers the door and she looked younger than me. And this was like a few years ago. Um, she might've been my age, but she looked younger. She, at first I thought she was the stepmom because she looked so young, but she was not, she looked amazing. Opens at the doors. And I see these two eight-year-olds who are head to toe in um, Under Armour and Lululemon uh, kids stuff. And they're on their iPhones, like the latest iPhones on TikTok and, um, and, and Instagram. They're eight years old. And I'm just like, what, mm. where am I? And, and the yeah. mom, and like I said, like the mom just looks fantastic. And I'm just like, and, and, and I asked my sister, I was like, okay, so she's the stepmom. Oh no, no, she, she's, she's the, the birth mom. I was like, how? I'm like, how? Because, okay, this is, and, and I was texting my, my friend, Sarah, who, um, loves the Real Housewives like I do, and loves trash TV like I do. You and Sarah would uh, actually really like each other. Um, and and I was texting with her about it, and I was describing what I was seeing, and she was like, "What even is this?" And I was like, "I don't know, but it's interesting." Uh, uh hey, uh, Christina. Uh, what? Oh, wait, Brett, is that you? Did you fix your internet? Uh, well, not yet. I'm actually calling from the future. Oh, fuck. Is this going to, like, mess up the timeline or, like, create, like, one of those alternate events or branch or some shit, like, in Loki? Oh, it's totally going to get weird. Let's hope for the best. Uh, How's the podcast going? Okay, so it's going great. We're actually having an amazing time. I wouldn't mind if, like, you know, you left forever. Well, not forever, but no, we're actually having a great time without you. Yeah, I figured. Um. I can't, maybe it was a mistake to set up this play date. I might lose my podcast, but anyway. You're not going to lose your podcast. I'm kidding. I don't actually want you gone forever because that would suck. But we're having actually an excellent time and it is it is fun to uh, talk with someone else who gets things. But you're not, you're not like ruining it. Though. It's not like laser focused on 2000s pop culture or anything, is it? Um. Well, um, <laughs> about that. So, I'm not going to say that it, it's not like the time that we had the people from the museum and the Tanya Harding people over. It's not <laughs> like that. It's actually good. It, we're having so much fun. But yeah. I guess we'll find out if that's what people tune in for. Okay. People fucking love this. And I hope that you're having a good reason for interrupting us. Oh, yeah. Well, we actually have a sponsor that wasn't added until after you guys were done. So to save me some editing, I figured I'd just warp time and get it into the recording uh, from the get-go. Okay, so who's the sponsor? Who's so important that you're interrupting us in a different timeline? I'm glad you asked. Uh, We're excited to have HelloFresh as a sponsor this week. Or, Or we will be if I didn't break the timeline. Or we were. Uh, let's not get derailed by trivial space-time issues. Uh, HelloFresh offers convenient, contact-free delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. It cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or less. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. And it's not just convenient, you can actually save money too. HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal. And honestly, I like the meals I make with HelloFresh at home better than I like most restaurants that I've eaten at. I get to add my own special touch to everything and make use of all the cooking books and YouTube videos I've consumed. I've been using HelloFresh for almost a year now, and it's totally changed my game. Like I love cooking, but meal planning kills me and I hate going to the grocery store and I tend to get stuck in ruts. Uh, When I cut out planning and shopping, cooking healthy meals every day got super easy and delicious. I'm eating delicious, nutritious food every day, getting a wide variety in my recipes, and I don't have to go to the grocery store unless I really want to. 
By the way, I personally switch between HelloFresh and a meal kit service called Green Chef every other week or so. And that works out for the purposes of this time warped ad read because Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. And with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. Like I get uh, the, the veggie plan for like vegan meals. Uh, there's a great selection on Green Chef. I love them for that. Um, and I love switching between the two to find the perfect meals every week. And now our listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount. Just go to HelloFresh.com slash Overtired14 and use the code Overtired14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. There's a reason HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Find out why and get up to 14 free meals with free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Overtired14 and use the code Overtired14. I'm sorry for the interruption, but I feel like that was worth it. I think it was worth it. I like that. I like that you're able to get healthy food and good meal kits. All right. If we had to create a nexus event, I guess I guess it was worth it. All right. We'll get back to it. So... What are what are you doing right now? Like, are, are you playing any games? Are you watching any shows? Are you listening to anything? Like, other than the trash TV we've talked about, is there anything that you've been obsessing over or really enjoying lately? I well, okay, so I like for anybody listening who doesn't know me, I have a I have a almost two year old. His birthday's next week. Birthday's <gasps> oh my gosh! Happy birthday! I can't congratulations. Believe. Somebody told me when I was pregnant, they're like, the best of, at my baby shower, like the best advice I can give you is, or the best thing I can tell you is the days are long, but the years are short. And holy shit, I've never heard a truer thing with kids. Aww. Like some days are very long. But I then bet. but then I feel like the last two years just went by in a blink. Like, I mean, it just, it's it has been very wild how fast. Uh, so yeah. now I have a small boy who seems to have kidnapped my baby. Um, he's Aww. so cute. His name's Wolfie. We, Wolfie. We Wolfgang. Yes. And um, and he, so he's like, you know, a lot of my day mm-hmm. uh, when I'm not working. And so he is, um, he's just really cool. He's like into Katamari. He loves the, we have the vinyl soundtrack and he oh, calls it yes. Nah, because it's good. Nah, 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 So he loves Katamari. Um, so much so that my brother's 3D printing him a little Katamari <gasps> prints. I uh, for his love birthday. this. That's yeah. so good. So I'm going to be asking your advice. My sister just had um, a baby, a little boy. And so I'm now an aunt and um, I'm going to be the best aunt ever. Uh, he already like he was six days old and I got him a Mario onesie and, Perfect. He, and he was a guest on Twit at eight days old. Uh, and um, um, he's. I've, I've been playing all good music for him. I've spent about three weeks with him um, and uh I, I miss him already. He's getting so big. So I, I know it's it goes so fast. It's crazy. You're gonna yeah. see him like in a in like a week, and he's just gonna like double in size. It's no. Well, the, well that's the thing. The photos my sister sends me because she's uh, 2,200 miles away. I, like it, you know. Oh. I'm like, oh my god, he's so big. But I want to like see him more. But I'm gonna be asking you for advice on like what the cool things are for little boys because oh, I, don't I, know. I, got, I got the Rex. I got the Rex. We um we we have a, he's just like he's just fun like he he likes um right now he's like really into hundred one Dalmatians <gasps> oh. like he loves the original animated like movies like Dalmatians Dalmatians and then um whenever Cruella comes on the screen he's like no pups Cruella Yay. no pups he like oh. tells her she can't have the pup he's like very cute I love that is Disney Plus is it like a a, a godsend for you that you yes. don't have to deal 100%. with the vaults anymore like yeah. you have all no the more vaults. Uh, we have all the movies, and um, I just, like, when I was a kid, my mom, big Disney kid. Like, she still is to this day. She wanted to go for her 50-whatever-ith birthday to Disneyland this year, so we we went a couple weeks ago. Nice. And um, and so, yeah, she, so we grew up, like, just hard mainline in Disney, like, all the time. So I, too, am a Disney kid. Um, of course. And, uh, and then now my son will be a Disney kid, which is fine. Like, I, you know, I know they're big faceless corporations. But also, but also, um, again, respect the hustle. <laughs> and I, respect and the hustle. I like, and I like, like what the they stuff. make. And it so I like good. the stuff. Yeah, yeah I like I, the stuff. Yeah, I like the stuff too. Um, I got um him. Um, uh, I love Winnie the Pooh, and and so mm-hmm. does my husband. And so 
I got him a little a little poo that is in his nursery and a little um, Winnie the Pooh so uh, onesie um, with like the little hat. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I got like a there was like a five pack of Toy Story onesies. I bought so many clothes uh, for uh, she got. He so will many burn through too. them. Oh, I know. By, I know. All the clothes. Totally. Uh, he already has Jordans um, that, he, <laughs> that he will love grow it. into. Like he's obviously way too small Amazing. for them now. It'll be like a year before he can yeah. wear them. But uh he doesn't I would, need them until he can walk. He won't need. He doesn't need like shoe shoes. Right? No, exactly. But it's the aesthetics. Uh, my my other friend Ashley, her daughter is I guess nine months old, ten, ten maybe now. Um, Marlo, uh, Ashley's a huge sneakerhead, and so for her baby shower, rather than getting her any of the things that were on the shower, like I got like uh, uh baby Jordans, um, that she's just now been able to wear the first pair. Um, and so some other cute. ones she will have. And it's, uh, I was like, yep, we're, we're starting the next generation off, off. Right. Yes. Yeah. But you gotta start literally off on the right foot. I mean, 100%. legitimately on the right foot. Um, but yeah, we're, we're just hanging out and, uh, it. and we're, we're, my husband and I are watching, I mean, obviously we're watching Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm watching, uh, I start watching physical with Rose Byrne. Yes. I really Ooh. like that on, on Apple plus. It's amazing. It's a hard watch. It um, is. It is a hard watch. It's not <laughs> for lack of a better term. It is not bingeable. Uh, and especially if you, you know somebody or have dealt with yourself with disordered eating, do not watch that show. It is extremely trigger- triggering. Um, I was thinking about a, a friend of mine. I was like, this show is not for you. Yeah. <laughs> I had a text her. I'm like, don't watch. Because she was like, oh, she loves Rose Byrne. I guess. And I was like, don't, don't watch the show. Like, yeah, I, I will be upset. That. <laughs> it is, but it, it's a lot. But it's also like, there's, there's, there's a comedy element to it too. Yeah. I think. Like, it's, yeah. it's, I it's really a woman on it. the brink, like, yeah. coming apart. At the, it's I, I keep calling it the anti-flea bag. Like that's like the best way I can describe it. It's sort of like actually, I think that's really a good way of describing it. It's very reminiscent of flea bag, but it's like the negative version. And mm-hmm. like as if if flea bag were a portrait, physical yes, the would mirror be the negative. Yeah, it's like of that. Yeah, yeah, I I like that the negative of that. I agree with that. Um, but it's it's very good. And I mean, we love Mythic Quest. Like we we love it. It is. I have to say, Mythic Quest for me has been one of the most surprising um, shows that I have seen. And I, my brother works at Blizzard. My husband works at Activision Blizzard as well. Um, and I spend a lot of time hanging out with people in the game industry. And that show, it's, it's made with um, Ubisoft. So they, they, are, they consult on it. Oh, and, okay. Um, and they, uh, but it's, it's a game dev studio, and it's Rob McElhenney. Um, yes, who from, is like Always the creative director from Always Sunny, mm-hmm. and uh, David Hornsby, who plays cricket on that on It's Always Sunny, is on that show. He's he's the he's one of the like producers or um, God, I forget his. I think he's like the executive producer on the on the game or whatever. And um, and so it's really good, and it's it's but it also has been it's so funny and so good. But then also they have had episodes where they have been so poignant. And just lovely. Like, there have just been some really lovely moments, some excellent representation. Like, it's just very good. And, I haven't and seen it, but I've, I've wanted to. And uh, it was one of the because there's just so much content. Uh, it's such a pleasant surprise, Christina. Like, highly okay. recommend. Okay. I was looking forward to that because um, I loved Always Sunny and I liked the conceit. But if you're saying that they actually consulted with Ubisoft and the fact that that it is, it is your husband, your brother, like an extremely uh, accurate depiction of okay, how good. the studio functions, which which I think is great. And I mean, you know, because Silicon Valley obviously was was also pretty accurate, but it had certain things that were you know um, heightened and whatnot. Stretched. Yeah, it's the same. It's very yeah, which which I like, and and I, I think we've needed this. I mean, you're somebody who's yeah. covered games and obviously you know uh, uh, is very close to people who work for studios and whatnot. Um, but there have been so many. It, it's interesting that, to my knowledge, I think this is like one of the first shows we've seen. There have been shows where I guess people have worked as game creators, but right. But even like then, the it's, game like Jesse Cox and Michelle Morrow's show, Good Game, that was on right. YouTube, pre YouTube Red, like that was a thing. And they did, but it was like really kind of centered around like esports, right? And casting, and, yeah. And like usually, it would be used as almost like a. A character trait like oh he's the quirky person and he's a he works on mm-hmm. video games and and yeah, it, yeah. you know which which doesn't really cover like what it what it really is like uh, you know and it's, and it's interesting 
you know the episode of It's Always Sunny where the bell where Mac dances in the ballet. Like it's like yeah. very um powerful. I forget the name of that episode and I I hate myself for forgetting it. But um that episode is very similar to like the heights that Mythic Quest hits. Like they really hit some emotional beats that are like incredibly powerful. And and it is so surprising and and um like I said, it's just, it's such a pleasant surprise. That show is such a pleasant surprise to me. Um, we love it. It's it's so good and and funny. And, like, there's so many, like, just the characters in the show are so well-defined. Um, and the writing is really good. Like, their their writing staff is excellent. Um, and, uh, and they're, I mean, they did, an, they did a pandemic episode. I would argue the only uh, creative episode of television that really nailed uh, how everybody was collectively feeling in the height of the pandemic. They released it, I think, last July. And um, man, it was it was very good. Very, very good. Made me cry, like openly weep. I was at the end. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is way more powerful than I thought it would be. It really kind of struck me right in the heart. And uh, and they have those moments like that. And it's just, it's really, um, it's really good. It's really, really good. I can't recommend it enough. It's great. Okay, I'm going at as soon as I have some downtime. I can't wait to hear. About, I can't wait to hear what you think. I'm I'm very excited for you to watch it. Yeah, I'm I'm actually now really excited to watch it too. Um, this was months ago now, and I think that you did get a computer, but you were able to get a gaming PC at this point, right? Hopefully, yeah, I, I built one. You built one, yeah. You, you, I was going to say you were able to build it, um, and you were able to get a graphics card. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah! It was. That was a journey for sure. Yes. I almost bought it because it was right when the new IMAX got mm-hmm. announced. And I was like, well, maybe I'll do that. And then just by a stroke of insane luck, uh, a friend got very lucky and was like, do you want to buy this extra one that I have? Amazing. And I was car- like, you're like, yes. yes, absolutely. What card did you get? I have the EVGA GeForce RTX 3080. It's the one that is the... Um, for the win edition. So it's got the RGB yep. on it and stuff. Nice. Yeah. I have the gigabyte, um, uh, 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 vision 3080. So it's the white ones, nice. uh, which fits Ugh, the whole I'm white. So jealous. Well, it was super lucky. It was this thing like the end of January, like I had to get a stupid power supply with it, but, um, I basically it. got it, you know, for, for MSRP essentially. Yeah, uh, it was, it. I got so lucky. It was weird. I was also able to get, um, a, a gaming OC one at the same time because I just happened to hit it right. This is before Newegg did the uh, the raffles. The raffles. And yeah. and for whatever happened, like they were tweeting links like in the afternoon or something and I just happened to get it. And first I bought one card and then I was able to buy the card I really wanted. And so I had this extra card and um, I could have sold it for, you know, an insane amount of money. But right. I uh, I sold it uh, for cost because I, I don't really want to. I don't believe it's yeah. So to, you don't want to, that to, karma to you don't want that scalper karma to come back and get you. Yeah. So a friend of mine who works on Windows Terminal, her boyfriend had been looking for a card, and it's funny because she was texting me re- recently. She was like, "We're so thankful that we got that, you know, like in February because we had no idea." I was like, "I had no idea." Like, uh, I'm so glad you were able to get one because that was my concern for you, and we were like talking about recommending stuff i was like love to build it i was like i don't know if you can i don't know if you can get the parts like you know it's it's uh it's stupid how that still is uh i mean the chip shortage is real bad it's real bad it is real bad it's rough it's really rough i'm i've been trying to get a score a ps5 for my um for my best friend and i'm he he, i really want him to get one so he can play returnal like like alongside me i'm dying to talk to him about it and he doesn't he doesn't want to hear any spoilers and i'm just like oh yeah he's like i gotta get you a playstation so i'm actually like trying i have like ps5 stock alerts i'm like i have one i don't need it i know okay okay i have one too but i I will try for my friends okay i will I will do my best if he's depending on, on if he's open to like a non insane bundle, we probably have some luck in doing this. We'll talk offline, yeah. but, okay. but I will, right. I will now, now that I know I've been remarkably lucky, no promises of course, but it helps when multiple yeah. people are, are in on it for you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. like, sure. all right. So, so that's the goal. Get, get Ashley another PS5 so her friend can play eternal with her. His birthday's coming. His birthday's coming in July. And I'm just like, man, I would just love for you to have a PS5. I know that'd be so good. Um, I'm a, see, I'm a good friend, billionaires of the world. Call yeah, me. I was going to say, like... I'll help you get a PlayStation 5. 
These are the um, things I can do for you as your friend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can also help with this. I can help you get a graphics card. I can help you get a PS5. Uh, I can't help you get shoes because I won't pay for bots, although I've considered it, but I can tell you they look nice. But yeah. billionaires, rich people will totally be your hangers on. Like, we'll, we'll be we'll your totally, hangers on. It's totally fine. We'll totally, like, tell you, uh, every, you know, talk, we'll be, we'll be the ones to just be the venting boards. Yeah. Also the ones to tell you, like, when maybe you want to, like, not post that on Instagram. Dial it back. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just take it, take it back a notch. Delete the tweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good plan. Um, okay. Well, we are, we're coming up on time and I don't want to keep you because you, um, have a life and a child and a job, which is why it's so amazing that you join me and I'm this was so fun. Um, I, w- I wish that like, okay, this is going to be weird and I'm putting this podcast, Brett, you can edit this out or not, but I would love to like talk to you more, like even like not on podcast things because no, this was let's, really fun. Yeah. Like, what, I've been fo- what, we've been following each other on Twitter for literally we're like twin sons. Yes, we've been like twin. We we are literally like twin sons. We've been orbiting each other for a million years, and we've never really chit chatted. I know, I know. We've been on like podcasts a few times together, but it, it's yeah. but, and every time I'm always like, okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm always like, God, Christina's so cool. Like I'm, I just want to hang out with Christina. Same. This is how I feel. So okay, uh, friend friendship. You my friend. Like now we're we're uh, this. It was kismet. It was meant to be. Yep. Now we've forged a, a bond cemented in 2000s pop culture that can never be broken. The system is going down low. <laughs>